Welcome to Real Life Christianity with Deacon John Lozano. This podcast is about real life and living it in the light of the gospel. Real things, everyday things, relationships at home and work, real issues that the world presents every day, the complexities, difficulties, joys and aspirations of being human. Deacon John is a real guy, a deacon, but also a husband, a dad, a businessman, as well as an experienced counselor, educator, and author. And Deacon John invites us to come as you are as he brings the transformative power of the gospel down from the clouds to real life, your life. Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Great crowds were traveling with Jesus, and he turned and addressed them. If anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Which of you wishing to construct a tower does not first sit down and calculate the cost to see if there is enough for its completion? Otherwise, after laying the foundation and finding himself unable to finish the work, the onlookers should laugh at him This one began to build and did not have the resources to finish. Or what king marching into battle would not first sit down and decide whether with 10,000 troops he can successfully oppose another king advancing upon him with 20,000 troops? But if not, while he is still far away, he will send a delegation to ask for peace terms. In the same way, everyone who does not renounce all his resources and possessions cannot be my disciple. The Gospel of the Lord. Today's gospel is rather stark. Essentially, it's saying, don't start what you can't finish. You've probably all had the experience of starting a project that was a lot more difficult than you anticipated, and halfway through, you're wondering, why am I doing this? Uh, In my first house, there was a cabinet that was built into the... uh, kitchen. It was an old cabinet. It was very nice, but it was painted. So I thought, boy, wouldn't it be nice to uh, take the paint off and bring it down to the wood, uh, stain it, and bring it back to a natural uh, wood? I don't know if you've ever done this kind of thing, but (laughs) the chemicals you use to strip paint uh, in a house are noxious and awful. And it was summer and humid and hot, and it's terrible odors, and then you had to take the paint off, then you had to sand it multiple times, then you had to stain it and uh, polyurethane it many times. 
So halfway through this project, I'm like, why am I doing this? This is awful. I finished it, and it was very nice. Friends, that can happen in the life of faith and discipleship. It could happen in, let's say, your prayer life. Let's say you're serious about prayer, and you pray every day. You come to church, you seek God, and he's just like not there. It's just dry. There's no consolation. There's no sense of God's presence. And this goes on and on. And you experience what the saints call the dark night of the soul. What do you do then? What do you do in that dark night? Suppose some uh, Christian Catholic in your community hurts you hurt you. Maybe it's even a clergy. Maybe it's something a bishop does. It hurts you. And all your instincts is to just leave it. What do you do in that hurt? What do you do? Suppose you're praying for something child or someone in your family going through illness or something horrible, and you're praying every day for them, every day out of love. You're beseeching God for this person, and there's no answer, no response. What do you do? What do you do when there's no answer, response from God? Do you give it up? Or do you carry it? Carry it. Do you bear it? Bear it. Friends, this happened in the life of Jesus. Towards the end, he was too much. He was just too much. The people, all of his followers, left, checked out. Turns to Peter. You going to go too? You going to check out, Peter? Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. To keep from checking out or stepping back, making it more modicum, more controlled. We are to be about one thing. Soren Kierkegaard, a great philosopher, Christian, said this. A saint is one whose life is about one thing. One thing. Jesus.
We thank you for listening and for sharing the good news with Deacon John, who asks you to come back often and support him by subscribing, by rating the site, and please share our site with others in your circle.